Good morning, everyone. It's a sunny, 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 hot, summery-ish morning here in Manila. And uh, everyone is feeling it. Like, damn. Everyone's on umbrellas. Everyone's uh, walking on the shade. And if you don't have good air conditioning, you're basically fucked. <laughs> Living in the tropics, man. And now, uh, I'm going to talk about one of my passions in life, which is uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Now, whenever people ask me, especially the beginners and the noobs or the newbies, they would always ask me, what is Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu? And as much as possible, I don't want to use too much word, too many words, and I don't want to be... Wikipedia or Google in order to explain certain aspects of uh, the art for them because I want to well so to speak I just want to get the message across so as far as uh, what I'm using when whenever you ask or whenever people ask me I always tell them in a nutshell jiu-jitsu is all about learning the concept of leverage because when you learn the concept of leverage, when you start applying it, when you start using all the techniques and then being able to manipulate and execute with a certain level of precision, it becomes very, very effective. It is a very effective tool in terms of subduing an opponent um, and being able to manipulate that your opponent's body to move in the direction you so please now a more scientific approach to defining jiu-jitsu can be found by or you can find it online uh, it was uh, said by John Donaher when he guested on Joe Rogan's podcast it was a very systematic a very scientific approach into uh, explaining what Brazilian jiu-jitsu is uh, it basically in a nutshell he just explained it in a way of approaching jiu-jitsu based on four points so that's a person's ability to stand up so negating the ability of a person to stand up and then the next one is eliminating the forces of that individual to push you back or push you away and then later on is all about control so once you're able to eliminate all the things that keep that keeps that individual standing you keep him there and then you control and then from there it's all about submissions uh, strict jiu-jitsu or grappling training doesn't have instru- uh, doesn't involve strikes so most of the most of the skill set in the curriculum of any grappling art uh, especially jiu-jitsu entails a lot of joint locks uh, joint manipulations chokes uh, muscle slicers uh, a lot of it comes with putting a lot of pressure on the joints so if you don't tap or you don't submit or you don't say uncle it's gonna snap it's gonna break plain and simple when it comes to chokes if you don't tap if you don't yield you're gonna go to sleep now for beginners, uh, so there are uh, belt levels for jiu-jitsu. So everyone starts at white belt, and then they get promoted to blue belt. And then there's purple belt, there's brown belt, and then there's black belt. 
within those five belts it really depends on the academy but traditionally uh, before you're eligible to get promoted to the next belt you, you earn your stripes okay? so you literally get stripes so if you see a jiu-jitsu black belt fighter or practitioner you'll see like a uh, four or five inch black strap on their on, on, at the tip of their belts and then you'll see white Mueller tapes so you get to earn four stripes so after your fourth stripe you're eligible to get promoted to the next belt level criterias for promotion are very very subjective but the whole uh, how do I put this it's not really yes there is a curriculum but the whole uh, basis for getting promoted in jiu-jitsu is your ability to express the techniques and execute them there are so many techniques in, in, in jiu-jitsu like what I tell my class it's not how many moves you know it's how many moves you can pull off how many moves you can execute how many moves feel natural to you whenever you uh, execute them so the criteria for promotions are based on your professor or the black belt that is a uh, uh, affiliated with your gym so they will evaluate you so they will see your attitude towards training your attitude towards your teammates your attitude towards your coaches and your senseis and then from there they're, they're gonna evaluate how good are your basics how good are your how solid is your foundation of techniques and then you'll slowly earn your stripes um, there are gyms out there right now that use uh, competition wins as gauges for what for promotions. But in case of my team, so I'm under Alvin Aguilar. We are under the umbrella of uh, the Hibero Jiu-Jitsu system. So the head of that is Saulo Hibero, the legendary Saulo Hibero, and his brother Shanji Hibero. Now. For, for the most part, uh, my Sensei Alvin's criteria is always having a good solid foundation. So you all have your basic moves, your basic techniques. You have to be able to execute them flawlessly and uh, naturally. And then you have your uh, base submissions, your base takedowns, your basic throws. And then uh, if you're able to pull them off together and it feels natural, looks natural and um, you're able to execute them in real time then he gives you your stripes you do it longer you get better then you get promoted to the next belt level so it really depends on you it really depends on the person doing it uh, there are a lot of people that take like 20 years before they get their black belts there are very 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 talented ones that uh, get it in like five the shortest one that I know of when it comes to pro getting promoted to black belt is about is like BJ Penn I think BJ Penn got his black belt in like three to four years because he was that talented he was his body was able to soak up the knowledge and in the techniques and the concepts and he kept winning tournaments so that's how that just gives you a glimpse of how talented BJ Penn was and then uh, from there you just progress you, you just add more techniques you just refine you keep refining your techniques you keep refining what you already know you keep polishing 
all the submissions that you already know and then you add more you add more for every situation that is being given to you by by your training partners or your opponents there's an equal reaction that you can do that's why jiu-jitsu has been labeled I mean, it's so cliches but it's always been labeled as the human chess because you're going to react based on what your opponent is doing but on the flip side you can make that person react to whatever it is that you're doing so it's both a defensive and an offensive tool but uh, right now for everyone who's going to be interested in doing this first and foremost it's a martial art okay and the uh, base reason for all martial arts I believe uh, is, is definitely for self-defense so if you're when you start enrolling when you start your jiu-jitsu training the base concepts you're gonna learn are the self-defense moves so these are very very practical these are all basic very practical moves set skills that you will use and can be applied by everyone for everyday scenarios uh, the, I always have this thing that I always have this small prayer that I'm gonna teach my students all the things that I know in the hopes that they won't be able to use them one day but in the event that it happens I'm very very sure they're gonna fuck that guy up we're gonna fuck the, that people that person up so that they have an opportunity to run away so you get a good introduction you get um, you get a good base solid uh, techniques for self-defense so these are your uh, arm escapes your throws uh, basically a lot of moves that will give you an opportunity to run away uh, I'm not a believer of all the other martial arts or all those combative systems that that are brainwashing people into thinking that they're gonna be superheroes and that they're gonna subdue their opponents and they're gonna stop start beating them up self-defense is a mindset self-defense is all about uh again self-defense is all about self-preservation it's giving your body it's giving your yourself the opportunity to run away from an assailant and then going somewhere safe or as seeking help now from there you're gonna learn a lot of uh leverage moves a lot of uh what do you call this a lot of offensive defensive okay uh, a lot of offensive oriented uh escapes or submissions or positions and then from there it just it suddenly becomes this chain it becomes this web of movements that it's going to be hard to explain but you will get it okay it's going to be hard to explain to another individual about the things and the moves that you do but you become so ingrained in that you be it becomes your identity that only you and you alone can understand it uh, that what that's what happens now for those who are going to try or who are trying and listening uh, to this podcast just keep training just keep showing up to the gym never ever overthink or don't be too critical about yourselves nobody gets it the first time okay let me repeat that nobody gets it the first time everyone starts at point zero everyone got it wrong the first time they tried an arm bar everyone got it wrong when 
their coaches told them to go do a hip escape everyone got it wrong so do not be frustrated do not uh, do not be overly critical about yourselves and don't set your expectations too high just show up in the gym listen to your coaches follow your training partners ask help seek for help seek for assistance ask them if you don't know tell them that you don't know how it's being done and help you out because for the most part uh, a big chunk of my life has been into fighting and fighters and coaches especially jiu-jitsu people are the nicest people you'll ever meet in your lives um what a, have fun uh, that, that's basically the main reason why we all do this okay it's for fun okay do it for fun okay don't don't do anything drastic don't feel anything drastic don't be dramatical and emotional about it you're just supposed to be fun have fun with it next um, do your repetitions okay the key to getting good or getting better at jiu-jitsu is doing your repetitions, doing your reps, doing your drills, okay? doing things over and over and over and over again. Uh, this is another martial arts cliche. Bruce Lee once said, I don't fear the person that can do 10,000 kicks. I fear the man that, can, that, that knows one kick and has done it 10,000 times. That's the same principle that's how jiu-jitsu is. You can learn only a few moves, uh, only a few moves, but you keep do, you keep repeating them. It becomes part of you. It becomes you. So when the situation comes or when the position presents itself, you're gonna latch on it. You're gonna do it and you're gonna execute and you'll be surprised. You finished it and taps. Uh, you get to tap the person right away. Okay. So repetition is the key. Drilling is very very essential. Be patient with yourself. This is a test of patience. Everyone that started jiu-jitsu, I tell them, you're going to learn more about yourself than all the lessons combined. Because this is going to test, you're going to test yourself. You're going to expose yourself. You're going to look in the mirror and, and it's going to show you that fault line we're in. Do I continue with this or do I stop? Okay? Jiu-jitsu is, is one of those martial arts that has the highest mortality rates. But it also has the highest uh, retention rates. Uh, those who quit are mainly people who have very big egos, and they they can't they can't swallow their pride, and they just you know, quitting is such a convenient excuse to so just go that route. Now, for those who decide to stay, they're gonna do it for life. I have yet to see someone who's been doing jujitsu and halfway through his journey or his or her journey suddenly quit, okay? Unless something really, really bad happens, but a lot of people stick with jujitsu. A lot of people, I mean, in my team alone, we all grew up together. A lot of us grew up together. So that simply shows the, the bond that is created between each other in that environment. Now, for coaches, uh, of course, you're going to be limited to the demographic of your area. So just try to search uh, which school best fits you. There are no criteria, but as much as possible, you want to have a black belt in the gym or, or at least, at least. I think a lot of uh, 
gyms right now have purple belts as instructors or beginners uh, coaches so that's pretty much good and then uh, just go to the gym feel the vibe talk to the people and just figure out okay if, if, if it feels right if you're having fun then you're at the right gym so that's about it uh, I if I missed out on certain things I'll try to make it up on the next podcast and I hope you find uh, value in this one peace